Hi, and welcome everyone to Open Mic with Kristen, where each week we feature events and successes with our staff and our students of Beaufort County Schools. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. So on the podcast today, I have with me Dr. Bradley. We're so happy to have you here today. Dr. Bradley, tell us, um, what is your role with Beaufort County Schools? Well, first of all, I have to say I'm elated to be with you as well. <gasps> me too. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this is amazing. Well, to, to answer your question, um, I'm the role, my role is a Chief Operating Officer in Beaufort County Schools. Okay. And I have been here for the past three years, since June of 2019. Great. I've been elated to be a part of this faculty and staff and being in the community because originally I'm from Chicago, Illinois. And okay. Being here just gives me uh, just a wealth of understanding and knowledge in my role. In my position as a chief operating officer, maintenance, transportation, school nutrition, and allied universal, which is security. Okay. So if you know Dr. Bradley, you know he is literally one of the nicest men on the planet. Oh, wow. And in Beaufort <laughs> County. Well, I, thank you. I've been here since November, and I have enjoyed every conversation, and every time I step into his office, it's the best. Um, and I swear, every time you see him, and everyone can attest to this, Paul can totally attest, he's sitting here with me, he greets you like it's the first time he's seen you in 10 years. Well. Every time he sees you. I, I watch him walk in every day, and he greets the receptionist like that, and the maintenance, and, and just everybody. He is. He one always of, asks about your family. He always <laughs> asks about your family. Well, how are you doing physically? Dr. Bradley is literally... One of the nicest men that I have truly ever met. So. Well, I, I really thank you for that. You know, I, I contributed a lot of that to not only my makeup, but my coming up right. in life, you know, and uh, been, a, been a very struggle coming up in life. Mm -hmm. But I contribute a lot of that to my mother and my father, my parents, who were very uh, positive in my life. And so they kind of, I watched my mom and how she related and how she got along with folks and people. So she was like that? Yes, okay. yes. And so I, I think a lot of that just kind of transcended to me. And I'm so grateful and humble about that. I, I recognize how God has been in my life. And because of things I have been through, I'm able to come through. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, because of that. And sometimes I see people they let things take place in life, and then they will harp on that and don't become the better for it. But mm -hmm. I always say it's God, God does things to not to gloom us, but to groom us. Oh, I and, like that. And I think that mm -hmm. a lot of times when you understand that, that process, you become better for it. And, and I think that's neat that you mentioned your mom because um, my mom was like that growing up, and I can remember looking at her like, do you know those people? Because <laughs> exactly. she talks to everybody. And guess who's just like that? Me. Right, exactly. And my daughter said to me a few months ago, Mama, do you know her? And I'm like, no, but she talked to me. And so I'm going to talk to her too. That's so right. I think yes. I kind of took that yes. from her as yes. well. And, you know, it's those good positive role models in our it life. It is. And it is. And, and, you know, now when I see my children, you know, they are young ladies. And when they when I see the, how they're responding and reacting to folks, I'm saying, wow. That's amazing because that's hopefully is something I place or provide them with, or they see my character is how I relate with people. They watched you. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. All right. So one other um, 
fun little fact about Dr. Bradley. He has a nickname. Can you tell everyone listening <laughs> what that is? Let's have a little fun with him real quick. What yeah, is your yeah. nickname? They call me Wookie. No, the best dressed man. Oh yeah, in Boca okay. County. <laughs> yes, well, that's something that uh, Doctor Cheeseman has always said. Every time. This man can dress. <laughs> yeah. I swear, three okay, piece I've got to know what Wookie means. <laughs> what I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I it's so to... funny you say that because you said nicknames. First thing that came to my mind because okay. coming up in Chicago, uh, in my family, you know, we had Wookie and Wiffy and Yaki and oh. Ducky and you know Mamie. So that's you know? your family <laughs> yes. nickname. Okay. Yeah, so that's a nickname that my family has provided me with. And it's really it's funny because now you see other nicknames come up from people in the, in the different area, in the various areas. But coming up in Chicago, that was the name that uh, everyone knew me on the south side of Chicago. Well, we all know you in yeah. Beaufort County as the best dressed man. And I <laughs> yeah. think Dr. Cheeseman did give that to you. Yes. Yeah. But he really is. Um, I love your – and he has a um, – he's told me personally a, a – first date story with him and his wife and i love that one too because he showed up to her house in, <laughs> in a suit, a suit. <laughs> <laughs> she said why you got no suit on a saturday <laughs> you can be comfortable i said i am comfortable I'm very comfortable <laughs> he is very comfortable so yes. i think we always all look at him oddly when he's not dressed in a suit right you right. know when he's when he's dressed like the rest of us <laughs> so, just a little fun there so so you said you grew up in chicago tell us a little bit more about your background you know on a professional standpoint what i did when i as i grew up in chicago i ended up joining the military mm -hmm. i joined the navy back in the 76 and stayed in the navy for 23 years i retired in 99 wow and when i retired um I wanted to go into education, and so I came to become, uh, I was a teacher, and I was a resource teacher in special education class at an alternative school. Oh, wow, school. okay. And the reason why that was something that I can really resonate with in my spirit it was because that is the environment that I was most accustomed to because it's where I've come from. And so as I went through that, uh, had one of my principals come up and say, you know, I think you'd be suited better as our dean of students because of your relationship with the community, with the parents, with the students. I think that you would be beneficial in our school setting as our dean. And so he selected me to become the dean of students at that school. So okay. I stayed in the Virginia schools for about three years prior to moving from that school district and coming to North Carolina. When I came to North Carolina, uh, I was asked to be a assistant principal, and my assistant principal, I was at the Northwood High School. At Northwood High School, the principal of that school uh, brought me in and shared with me that he would like me to start some programs to get more people engaged in their learning, get engaged in things, uh, activ activities, and which I, I thought was very you know, good. The sad part about that whole experience was that principal took his life oh. a year later from the time I got there. So my chances later on in that school district was to become principal of the school. However, I was recruited out of Charlotte Mecklenburg School. Oh. And when I went to Charlotte Mecklenburg School, I went to a, a, a new high school. It's called Audrey Carroll High School. Okay. 
at Audrey Carroll High School, I was put in responsible for transportation, uh, books, uh, some of the maintenance. And so I was able to get the students on board that way. And so at that school, we had a, a very good uh, rapport with the students in the community because, again, it was a fairly new school, actually, mm-hmm. a brand new school. And, and so I was asked to help another principal who had been transferred to another school within the area. And so the principal of Audrey Kell asked me, can I go to E.E. Waddell High School and help this principal formulate the school, which I did. And we did some great things over there. The school was very low performing. We were able to bring that school to another level. I'm not academic, surprised. Academically, uh, within the community. Mm-hmm. So we did extremely well there. And I'm always grateful to uh, recognize where that strength comes from because it's not from me. It's always through the Lord, you know. And so I've always recognized and realized the things that I do, if I realize who I'm doing it for, I become better and making a difference in someone else's life. So I stayed there at E.E. Waddell High School uh, for approximately two years, and then I was recruited to Chicago schools. Oh. It's, I, it's, pretty, I, it's pretty ironic because they sent me to a school that I graduated from. <gasps> oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. And so I was the director of student support services in Chicago. And I stayed there for a year before I got another phone call to come back to North Carolina to go become a principal of a high school, which was... Northwest Halifax High School, okay. Halifax County. Mm-hmm. So I stayed there for about three and a half, four years before I went back to Charlotte Mecklenburg for a, a principal of Concrete Rose Academy, a middle middle school. So I stayed there for a year, and then that that um, that was a charter school, which it dissolved within a year. Oh wow! Yeah, it dissolved within a year, and uh, when that dissolved because of some situations taking place with the uh, Department of Public Instruction. So they dissolved that school. And so I ended up going to uh, Sun Valley High School. And so I stayed at Sun Valley High School for four years until the position came available here. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was um, put in an application to come here to become the, the chief operating officer in Beaufort County Schools. So well, that's we're glad you did. And this really segma- segues into... Um, my next question, which, or tell us about a couple of refinements that you've made in the departments that you oversee, which are, again, specifically transportation, maintenance, nutrition. Are there any, like, specific refinements that you've made that you're really proud of or that you really want to touch on that, you know, people listening may want to know about? Well, um, you know, it's good to have a listening audience because they are the ones who really make that difference in all of us. And the refinement that we did with transportation recently, we just purchased like five additional buses. Okay. And these buses will allow students to um, not only to get back and forth to school and back safe, but it's something that we took the old buses out of commission and brought some new buses in. Great. And so we're working with the Department of Transportation to get more buses uh, to we work with uh, for students. In addition to that, we were able to purchase a, a big old machine because generally we will have someone come out and they will watch wash the buses. So yeah, so now machine. you guys can wash them yourself. Yes, yes, yeah. and so that's that's coming along very well. We have a very great staff that's been working with us in transportation. Transportation's awesome. Yeah. And transportation mm-hmm. has um, another thing that I'm really pleased with is the director we have working there, and he has 
brought his people to come together so well. Did some work within the building of transportation. So we walk in the building. It looked like he walked inside of a bus. It is yeah. the coolest thing. We need to post some pictures on that, Paul, it when really we uh, post this. But, yeah, I mean, they've transformed the building, the logo. Yes. The, I mean, just the atmosphere and the people there are fantastic. And in, in transportation, we have an annual budget to make sure the bus is running because we're running about 90-plus routes we have 150 buses. Wow. We have uh, just as many bus drivers and, and individuals with their CDLs. So there's a lot of things we're doing in transportation to kind of keep it moving forward. And I'm excited to see how we haven't had any bus that that uh, couldn't run because we didn't have nobody to run the buses. So That's we, great. Even when they had the situation throughout the states about shortage of shortages, bus drivers, we did we, not. We did not. I know, we're so, so lucky. We've been really blessed and fortunate to be able to continue to get kids to school and back home safely on our buses. Right. So transportation, and I'm very pleased with it. Yeah. Pleased with them. And um, maintenance? Oh, maintenance is doing a wonderful job as well. We are... Uh, on a monthly basis, we have meetings because we have a lot of fun that had to go into getting different tasks done within the district, and maintenance has been working very well. Uh, right now, we have uh, 14 different individuals out of maintenance department with the director, and they're doing a lot of work orders that come in on a regular basis, and they're getting those jobs done. Maintenance is working um, magnificently with the principal of the different various schools to make certain that the thing they're asking for, we can accommodate those requests mm -hmm. uh, quicker than we have been in the past. Great. And yeah, I yes. definitely say it's in a timely fashion. I appreciate that, Dr. Brett. Oh, hey, my gosh. Hey, thank you definitely. so much. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, so. Well, I mean, and they get the little things and the big things. HVAC yes. problems to light yes. bulbs. To oh, they get it all. <laughs> to paint the parking lot. Right. Yes. So it's a lot. Yes. And um, so I'm really, I'm really grateful to see the work that we are getting done mm -hmm. in the district. And I haven't had a, a lot of complaints, you know. I see so much getting accomplished. Jamie I, Stokes, another fantastic yes. director, mm -hmm. yes. oversees that department. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the other department we're working with is our uh, school nutrition. We have uh, amazing uh, directors in all these different areas. And I'm just honored and I'm just humbled to know that they are willing to put their all into it to make the, make the difference. You know, and that's another thing. Um, Joanne, you know, she got free free lunch again this year. Yes. <clears throat> you know, yes. there's a lot of other surrounding counties that do not have free lunch for mm -hmm. the year. You know, she's writing grants, and she's really lobbying for our county to receive those things to help our families. Yes. And, you know, the thing is, uh, Ms. Kerbin goes to all the schools on a regular basis, and, and she has conversation with the managers at the various schools. Right. And they talk about uh, how they can go about making changes. So at times they'll bring in some of the students out of the high school and sit them down and say, hey, this is what we are planning. This is what we are thinking. What are your thoughts on that? We realize that we are feeding them. And so we try to do things that make them feel good about where they are at their school and knowing that they have some choices to make uh, for what they are eating. She's very thoughtful down to the fact that, you know, we have a weekly lunch menu because you know the fact of the matter is we still can't get certain foods and certain materials and so she is more comfortable putting it out there so that it's accurate and correct yes weekly rather than monthly because Absolutely. you know my my children go to school and sometimes it's not exactly what's on the menu and miss Kervin wants to make sure that when you get there that day what she said is on the menu is there and so she's very thoughtful like yes. that yes 
Um, and I'm grateful for that. Me uh, too. Because we've been doing very well in these different areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One other thing that is a, a big thing of yours, and you mentioned earlier, is Allied Universal. So some of our safety protocols, we, of course, have done a podcast on safety, but touch on that a little bit, how you kind of oversee the safety protocols in our school. All right. I, I love that uh, we have some very dedicated school resource officers. We have 14 of them. And then we have one that actually um, is our spare if we need someone someplace. But uh, Ally University has um, been working with with us uh, because only school district in North Carolina has been contracted as security. Okay. And so being a part of that uh, means a lot. Uh, it comes to a point that we have been working so well that we have started working on what we call critical incident boxes. And so it's an orange box that's in every school, and there's certain items that must be in those boxes. We are making certain that we have meetings with the principal and assistant principal to talk about what we need to do to work with the county, to work with the or the police department within right. the city to make certain that we are on board. We're trying to make certain we get things done for the schools and for our students at a, as a whole. So it's like an emergency box in every school. Yes. Okay. And then we have uh, uh, Paul has helped us out taking a lot of aerial shots. And Paul, you just didn't yeah. how much is appreciated because uh, what the aerial shots is providing us with is the different locations if we have to move students to one of their um, reunification sites and so it looks at the different sites and so what they do is the principal get together with their team and they look at how they would move students and how they would move the faculty within those different sites to make certain everyone is safe and again just in case of in case of an emergency yes um or if something happens you know Mm -hmm. we we're ready we're taking those precautions Mm -hmm. and building those plans and that's something you've been with the reunification plan that's something you've been working on for the past year we got a team together from our district and we formulate some things we need to start looking for in case we have to do that again yeah and, and so, now these locations are ready. Yeah, okay. these locations are ready. Uh, contacted. Yeah, they've been contacted. We got a memorandum of understanding with all the heads of these different locations. And they have agreed to work with us in some place to give us a key or to give us a combination to get into the buildings if need be. And the places are, are equipped for water, equipped to bring students in a certain area, bring teachers in. We have cones. We're ordering cones. Uh, we're ordering flashlights, um, radios, things of that nature that can help us to help those schools and help our students, in fact, if we had to, if to move in that situation. Right, yes. God forbid. Yeah. And no one knows about these locations, just no. <coughs> just the um, principal. The and district, yes. That's right. Um, I mean, down to phone calls, emails, like everything is pre-planned, so we're ready. Yes. yes. It's great. Yes. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that we had to experience it that, something had actually happened but it does help prepare you for god forbid if it happens that's again. right that's right i always say if you fail to prepare be prepared that's right to fail you've got a lot of good sayings oh come on now <laughs> <laughs> i told y'all we love this man okay last question um so what connections have you made within the community that really benefits our schools because we know there's a lot well, you know, I, I tend to think about more than anything else is uh, both community, uh, 360 
And this is when you have a lot of the leaders within the community that come together and they discuss what's happening throughout throughout the county. And in that meeting, I pretty much share what we are doing within the district. And so that has been very um, an organization that I really enjoy being a part of because I'm able to bring some information back to the district, what's happening within the community, and then I'm able to uh, share with the community some things that happened within the district. Another um, organization, when they bring kids in to learn how to fly planes and things oh, of that the nature. STEM, the yeah, STEM. Um, yes. Yes. So we have uh, conversations surrounding that and. We try to make certain the students are involved or engaged into coming out to the STEMs and being a part of that process. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, we also go to several of the churches and have a conversation with the pastors and things of that nature to see what we can do within our school district to help kids out to make to become um, productive citizens later on. Right. Yeah. We've got a lot of awesome community partners. Oh, and do. you've touched a lot of um, lives in Beaufort County and individuals and community it's a whole lot more than that people well, listening well, thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know sometimes he you do really, things you don't really think about it you know, he's you just, just awesome you just do what you y'all do. Yeah. if yeah. you've met him you just know yeah. <laughs> so all right so let's have a little fun he okay. didn't know this was coming so we're about, to, <laughs> we're about to surprise dr bradley all right so dr bradley loves to travel but what is your favorite city that you visited Good question. You know, because I tell you why, because I haven't had no bad ones. Okay. I really haven't. But there's got to be a favorite. But I enjoy Kentucky. Oh, really? Yeah. Lexington, Kentucky. You just went there, didn't you? I did. Yeah. yeah I enjoy Lexington, Kentucky. I really okay. did. Okay. Now, would Very you have said that 30 years ago? No, 30 years ago, I would have said, um, well, it was out of the country. Okay. It was Lisbon, Portugal. Oh. Oh, my God. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, at every or stage Karsh, in your life, it just changes. Sweden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous. It was or, that or, military? Or Palma, yes. Okay. Or Palma, Spain. Yeah, so these are <laughs> some of them. That is so neat. So is there anywhere that you haven't been that you want to go? Yes, I want to go to Bucket Australia. List. Oh, I do, too. Yes, I really want to go to Australia. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I heard it's one of the prettiest places. Yes. And it it looks beautiful. Yeah. That's why I want to go to Australia. And so it'll work. Yeah, you're going to do it. You know what I I know you. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to hear all about it. Okay. So, one other thing Um, tell us something we don't know about you that we would be surprised to learn. That's a good one because I I have a tendency to kind of share who who I am. You really do. Yeah, and so if it's something you didn't know about me was, I love spending time with my daughters, okay. even though they're grown. I love spending time with my wife, and I love doing a lot with my wife. Okay. And so, you may not know how much time I want to give my wife, but that's important in my life. Mm-hmm. So. What you don't know about me would be that he wants to spend a lot of time with his wife and his kids. I think that's really neat. Um, you know, I think as our kids get older, they spend less and less time that's with right. us. Yes. But there's Dr. Bradley. He's yeah. right there with his family. I love it. Yes. yes. I, um, you know, we have really little ones. And then we have some that are, you know, older teenagers too. But our littlest ones, I'm like trying to hold them as little that's as right. possible. Yes, yes. Hey, Paul, do you have anything for Dr. Bradley? Paul, I always make Paul join in on the fun round, the bonus round. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he got something. Dr. Bradley, is there something on your bucket list that you haven't done that you want to do? 
that I haven't done that I really want to do is probably jump out of plane. I was so going to say yeah. skydive. Skydive, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think that'd be. It. I think that's so neat. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. I couldn't do it. If not, if not only that, but I would like to get on the back of a boat. You know how you use boat water ski? Oh, you've I never think, water skied? No, never. That looks so cool. Oh, just, you, you know, gotta come. Kind of like, yeah. I might have to have you. Yeah. So come and meet us this summer because we're gonna do some of that. I can actually slalom ski, like one ski. I've never wakeboarded, but like I've kneeboarded and yeah. I can slalom ski. I'm actually pretty good. <laughs> That's, are you really? Yes. That's, that looks really cool. So. Which uh, I haven't done it in years, but I think it's like riding a bike. I think I could yeah. just probably yeah. get back on and I do it. I think I can get into it and really it's enjoy awesome. it. Yeah, I really it's think awesome. I can enjoy it. Yeah. You are tired when you get down, I will say yeah. that. Oh, but. yeah. It's like a golfing, you know, <laughs> yeah. when I go golf. <laughs> well, and see, I know that about Dr. Bradley. He's a big golfer. He loves it. Him and my husband actually go together, so yes, they yeah. have a good old time. We do, we do. But, um... Well, I cannot thank you enough for coming on here today um, and just being my guest. Thank you so much for coming. Well, the pleasure's all mine. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Yeah. I hope you guys have enjoyed getting to know Dr. Bradley. Thank you so much for joining. Think different. Think BCS. <laughs>